This is Live at Five. Live at Five. Live, live, live at Five. Yes, live at Five. <clears throat> Here on a Monday. Today, the uh, 24th of uh, July. I like it how they had the Boonville days. They got Christmas in July. Uh, as if we need Christmas twice, two times a year. Anyway, we're not having Christmas here at 199 while they're having you, but we feel like Santa Claus today by, you know, giving and giving and, well, we try to give. Pitching, not receiving, not uh, pitching, not catching. Uh, soprano, sorry. Anyway, uh, uh, it's going to rain a little bit if you haven't noticed. The wind's picking up. Humidity. Uh, it was about 86 degrees earlier. That might cool down, but I know later on this week it's going to get really hot, but you know that already. I'm not Beth Hall. There you go. So uh, let me just be real quick here because uh, you're not going to be seeing much of me this week. And although even the front desk doesn't know this, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be here until Friday. I'm here now, of course. And in about a couple of minutes, I'll be talking to Jerry Manor from uh, some CECOM credit union. He makes uh, his monthly call uh, in about five minutes. He has a treasure trove of information on how you can save money and avoid being you know, scammed. Uh, so th- it's always a great call from Jerry Manor. And then uh, I'm just taking, uh, actually taking two days off, but I got to get out of town, out of Dodge earlier on Thursday, this Thursday, uh, to, to make a, a, a family commitment after six o'clock. So I just don't have enough time to do the show and get there by, by the, uh, you know, but uh, this time of year, especially to get from Watertown to Alex Bay in 30 minutes, just can't happen. I can do it at about two o'clock in the morning without getting caught, hopefully not getting caught, breaking the law. Breaking the law, breaking the law. Sorry. Uh, so, yes, tomorrow and uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Now, here's this. Here's the lineup. Tomorrow, Mayor Jeff Smith will be coming in here to talk about things. Not to mention uh, Sarah Campos, Mayor Signs. You know. No, just kidding. And then uh, Wednesday, it's Jeff Graham because Jeff Smith will be coming back on Thursday. So three days without yours truly. At the at the five o'clock sl- uh, sh- uh, slot, <clears throat> but uh, the old reliable Jeff and Jeff show will be coming in. Jeff Sm- uh, Mayor Jeff Smith tomorrow. Former Meth Mayor Je- Meth, former Meth head Jeff Graham. No, former Mayor Jeff Graham coming in Wednesday, and then current Mayor Jeff Smith coming in on Thursday. So, and if Je- Jim and others are listening, I am coming in Thursday for work. Whatnot, I have to. There's a ton of stuff I still have to get done. Uh, but that said, uh, I just can't do the five o'clock show. I can't commit to that. So anyway, um, the big controversy today, before Jerry Manor calls in, and, and, and I shouldn't open up this, this uh, beehive, but uh, uh, was it's interesting. I've been seeing Sarah Campos' signs uh, recently, and it, it didn't really strike me until an objection was made either online or perhaps on the Hotline Show on this very station. I don't know. But they were talking about it today. And someone was saying, well, I think, I think Lisa is being, you know, is pitnicking now. I forget what the word he used. But it's an interesting observation. When you see the signs, I saw the sign, <clears throat> and it says Campo Mayor. Of course, the word that's missing there is Campo for Mayor. Hi, you're in the air. I just want to say an interesting story about how fast it takes to get to Alex Bay. Yeah. In the olden days, I wasn't in a car, but my uncle and a well-renowned roof person. Yeah. You know where TLC Funeral Home is? It used to be yeah. like Mill Creek, they called it. Yeah, it was like Cold Creek Inn. You want exits right there? Right, that's Watertown Center. Right. They got on that, 
I think he had a Mazda RX-7, yeah. brand new. Right. And the guy had a brand new VAT type of deal. And they were going on 81 right. to Alex Bay, 150. <laughs> wow. How long did it take him to get there? Like 10 minutes? Yes. Not not too. Well, one guy made it. One guy got the cops. Ah. Anyway, yeah. a funny story. That reminds me of a story. It's like, uh, it's like uh, boy, if a bear comes in here... Uh, you know, how, how fast can you run? It doesn't matter. I just have to run faster than you. <laughs> so, no, it's just an old funny story, but it's a true story. They uh, well, had a couple beers. They go out to the bay. There's a bunch of kids down there with our friends. I love they go, and make that noise too. I love how you know, police hear that all the time. Oh, just a couple of beers. Yeah, a couple of beers. I gotta go, but thank you, my friend. I gotta go. I gotta talk talk to Jerry. Hey, man, yeah. have a good one. Uh, and I believe this is, if I'm not mistaken, Mr. Jerry Manor from Seacom Credit Union. You are 100% correct, Glenn. How are you? Good, good. And, of course, Jerry, you're always a battery of information on how people can avoid being ripped off, scammed, uh, uh, used use as, a, as, a, uh, as, as a wet mop uh, in society. I mean, so many things that you've, you've been making these calls now for at least, what, five months, six months? Yeah, yeah. And, and every time we, we hear something from Jerry Manor, we always walk away with like, wow, have I been ripped off yet? Because I think I have. Because you well, bring up things that unfortunately affect people. And I'm going to share, once, once you give us your, 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 your information today, I'm going to share something with you that happened to my stepson-in-law in a little bit that will make your head spin. But nonetheless, how are you, sir? Okay, we'll touch on that. Yes, yeah. I am doing great. What I want to touch on quickly before we get to that, Glenn, yeah. we're into July. Actually, we're almost to the end of July, and it's a great time to kind of do a mid-year financial review. Mm -hmm. In other words, check your budget out. How's your budget working for you? Oh, you don't have a budget? Then you should make one. But again, budgeting gives you peace of mind. It means you know how you're spending your money. You know that you're going to have enough money at the end of the month to meet your obligations. The next thing you look at, are you paying down your debt as quickly as you should be? Everybody should have a plan to pay down their debt. If you have more than one credit card or whatever, make a plan. Pay down the debt because, remember, debt has a cost, the interest you pay on debt, and that interest on debt is going up as the Fed is trying to tamp down inflation. So, again, make a plan to pay down your debt. The next thing you want to look at, are you saving enough money? So important to save money. It's important to have an emergency savings account because, as you know, Glenn, emergencies happen. Your car might break down. Mm -hmm. um, you know, something else could happen. Health. You, yeah, your health. And here's the thing. This is kind of a, a scary thing. According to some research, 56% of Americans don't have enough emergency savings to handle a $1,000 unplanned expense. Incredible. Yeah, Incredible. Think about that just a minute. Yeah, so, true. again, start saving. And the financial gurus out there say you should be saving, you know, 10% of your take home or some save and more. What I say is the, the amount's not as important as the fact that you get into a habit making those savings, saving, because it's so important. Then you decide how much do I need in the emergency savings account. Again, the gurus say three months living maybe six months or nine months living expenses, but you know your situation better than they do. How, how secure is your job? Is it a possibility you might lose your job? Now, nobody is totally secure, but some are more secure than others. So mm -hmm. decide how much you save, and when you reach that goal, then you can start saving for the fun stuff, you know, like vacations and 
things like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And also, peace of mind that, that you know you got something. I look at it this, Jerry. I look at it like you look. Uh, I mean, I'm no guru by any means as far as saving money and, and being wise to with my money. But I'm a cheap bastard because I work in radio. So what, <laughs> one one thing I used I, to work in radio. I, I feel you. Well, you still do in a sense. But but here's the thing. I look at it like when you itemize everything from, from your mortgage to your car payments to, to groceries, I, I look at it like I got that extra two, I, I don't know how much I'm putting away into say I, I have a little thing on the side, and I make that a monthly expense. It's already taken out of my account as if it's a bill, and I've, and I've structured it that way, so it forces me, and I just think that's important that you know that becomes thus a 30-day expense like everything else, Jerry. You know what they call that? What's that? Pay yourself first. Yeah. Well, I'm not paying a lot, but I'm doing something. Yes, yes. There you go. Yeah. The one yeah. other thing you want to check, um, well, actually, there's two other things quickly. One thing, though, it's really important is making sure your credit report is accurate. Hmm. Because 30% of credit reports have errors in them. Hmm. So you want to take a look at your credit report. You can get it free of charge at annualcreditreport.com. Hmm. That's all one word, annualcreditreport.com. And you can download it, save it to your computer, print it out, whatever. But the key is take a look at it. Make sure that it's accurate because if it's not, the next time you get a loan, you may pay more than you should for that loan because the interest rate on loans is determined by your credit report and the resulting credit score. Mm -hmm. So make sure you check that out. Mm -hmm. One more thing before we get to your story, Glenn. Do you have a plan for the holidays? Uh, you mean as in Christmas? Six months? As yeah. In, yes, that word. Uh, no, I never do. I never do. Well, because if you start saving now, you won't have to go in debt for the Christmas holiday. Mm-hmm. Like in January and February. That's exactly right. So think about that as well. Now I'm anxious to hear your story. Yeah, I, and it's it's one of those crazy things where, and it stems from something that my son-in-law did with with Facebook. He signed up for something where he would get real estate leads. And, and I don't know all the details, but as it turned out, they, the, the company he worked with out of Germany, by the way, uh, yeah. and, and right off the bat, anything offshore, can, anything, it could be in Tennessee, but right. offshore businesses that, that, you know, that, you, that you exchange. Now, in this case, he used his, uh, his credit card, not his debit card. And, uh, it, and all of a sudden, he found out that he owes uh, $21,000 on this account, and, the, and a credit card company won't give it back to him. And he's, defi- he's, he's getting an attorney. Uh, the attorney thinks he could probably get get it back or a portion of it back, but that's just a case of it's not so much someone reaching into your car and stealing your wallet, but it, you know they just took they manip they they took advantage of his credit card and he had uh, obviously a lot of you know he he, he had a lot in there uh, that right. they took advantage of and they did it they did it like nine hundred dollars at a time until it just exhausted it uh, at uh, twenty one thousand dollars. So wow. he shared that story with us just yesterday, and I was just so – I just pray that he can get that back. But, well, hopefully yeah. his attorney will be able to, to, to help with that since, you know, I don't know all the details, but it's, it's, it's just out there everywhere, Glenn. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about senior citizens being a target group. They are, but surprisingly, younger people, which would be about your son's age, they actually lose more money because – they're willing to do all this stuff, and a lot of it is not legitimate, like your son found out. Right, right. Again, you know, the, the bottom line, the, the rule you follow is never, ever give out information unless you initiate the contact. But where that deviates from that is your son 
went on Facebook. He saw this on Facebook, and, you know, nothing against Facebook, although I'm not that fond of it. But mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of what's on there is not legitimate. Uh, that's what he found out. But yeah. here's the thing. He thought it was a legitimate service. It wasn't something where he gave the – he was paying for this service. And, right. and, and you know how <clears throat> when you boost ads, for instance, on Facebook Direct – this is in third party – uh, right. You say, okay, I'm going to spend this amount. But at the same time, though, Jerry, you're giving out your credit card. I feel this way. You could be giving out your debit card to someone at a drive through at a fast food place. <clears throat> Who knows what they're charging you? A lot of people don't look at the receipt. It's just another. Who knows if, 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 if you, it might be taking $600 out for a lousy uh, uh, hamburger and fries. You wouldn't know well, it. That's, that's why you do want to check your receipts. Um, you can set it up. So that every time you use your debit card, you get an alert with the amount. Yes, see the the key to getting uh, you know reimbursed or not necessarily reimbursed, but you know getting the fraud taken care of is making sure you report it immediately. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Which he did. Because, yes. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you know it's 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 hard to uh, to get it back. But here's the thing to remember when you're talking about credit card versus debit card. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, normally with a credit card, there's zero liability if it's fraud. Right. Now, see, what the, in this case, it may not be actual fraud. You know, I don't know, did he, did he agree to allow them to take money out of his account? But then they took too much, right? Took way too much, yes. Yeah, he was so probably figuring a couple wrong. grand, yeah. So there, yeah. There should be zero liability for that. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I don't know what the time frame is. If As long as you report it in a timely fashion for both Visa, MasterCard, Discover, you know, they have zero liability, and you don't, you know, you're not responsible. The same thing works for debit cards, but it's a little different because, you know, with a credit card, it's your credit line. It's not your money. Right. But if it's if your debit card is compromised, they're right in your checking account. Right. And even though you may get the money back, it may take a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're operating on a thin margin, if they've, you've got, you know, five $6,000 in play out of your checking account, mm-hmm. you might be in uh, some difficulty. Oh, so. no doubt. Not to mention, you have to uh, get a lawyer. There's an expense there. You're never going to get 100% back. I mean, it doesn't exactly. seem to work that so way. You've got to be really, really careful about these things and, you know, always be skeptical. That's the key. And these, these guys are social engineers. That's what it's called, the process where they get you to do something that's not in your best interest. And, you know, it, it's sad, the amount of money. Um, let me see here. I think I've got uh, a total here, how much the uh, online losses last. Uh, where are we? Here? It's got to be in the billions. Yeah, it is. It's a lot. It's uh, $3.2 billion. That was just the senior citizen losses. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And, and the majority of them are just, you know, like, are they, are, are they the ones where, the, hey, we got your grandson here. You got too drunk last night. You got to bail him out of jail. Is it some, well, or, yeah, that's the grandparent scam. And what right. they do is actually they uh, impersonate the grandchild. Right, right, right. And see, they, they are very good at it because they do the research ahead of time because everybody puts everything on Facebook. Right. So they can find out information and they use that information to get you to take action. You know, whether it be send them a wire transfer. A lot of times now they're going after gift cards because they're untraceable. So what they'll do is say, uh, in fact, it happened. Uh, I was doing a financial literacy over in Plattsburgh, and uh, this uh, elderly couple came in like halfway through, and then at the end he told us what happened to him, and it was a sweepstakes scam. 
the scammer convinced him that he had won a sweepstakes and he had to pay, you know, uh, uh, a handling fee and taxes. Right. And the, the, the con guy talked him into getting gift cards so we could do it right away and you get your money right away. Oh, my God. So the guy went out and bought a bunch of gift cards and read them the numbers over the phone, and he was out the money. There's no How much in that situation? Like thousands? It was, it was about $1,200. $1,200, which is yeah. a big hit for anyone. and It's just it's, it's a big hit. Yeah, yeah it is. Sure. You know, and, Debilitating. You know, these scammers, if they would, uh, you know, use their prowess for good, can you imagine how great that would I, be? I agree. A lot of these guys, I mean, that one guy that we, you see him ad nauseum on TV, he, he takes people's uh, deed to their homes and he, he, he copies it and goes to the uh, local county clerk. Apparently he did that for a living. He went to jail for it, but now he's... Now he's the spokesman warning for people. Yeah, yeah, warning people. Like I don't know if I trust the guy that was that 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 that, that took people's homes. You know, I can never forgive anyone for doing something like that. But wh- one question about my son-in-law. Here's yeah. the, here's the question. He's got now twenty-one thousand dollars with with an interest rate of I don't know twenty percent. Yeah. So I said, well, Paul, wouldn't it, you know? Is it, why not stop the bleeding, pay it off, and then negotiate later? And he said, "No, I don't want to do that because then they won't fight it." And I said, "Well, then you're going to get all that interest on that twenty-one thousand. It's only getting worse, Jerry. What should he do?" Boy, I'll tell you what. It's um, a catch twenty-two, you know, really. I, I can't give you advice on that because I don't know all the details. But you know, it sounds to me like I mean, he shouldn't be responsible for this. He should have. Did he file a dispute with a credit card company? I believe he did, I, and I know this happened in March, by the way. So this is ongoing. But uh, okay. you know, and why yeah, he didn't get an attorney right away, I have no idea. That's what you do if you file, and that's the other thing, Glenn. The key is to check your statements regularly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it used to be you get your statement in the mail once a month, and that's when you looked at it. But with you know your online services and whatnot, you, you can check your statement daily if you want. Right, right. I, mean, I take a look at my credit card statement maybe once a week. Now I don't do it daily, but my my uh, checking account, I look at that puppy daily just to make sure that nobody's in there because you know with the credit card, as I said, Visa, Mastercard, whatever, it's zero liability if it's fraud. Right. So right. if he reported it in a timely fashion, it should be. No liability. But see, I don't know all the details, so I couldn't really say exactly what happened. Well, he did raise a good point, and you mentioned it yourself with the gift card. Sometimes, especially if you're gonna if you're gonna be a risk taker and go to the edge of the cliff and buy something online, like on Facebook or Marketplace, maybe it would behoove you to buy something the way you know your your limit's going to be no more than say five hundred dollars. Right. So maybe you should have a a, a, a debit, you know, not a debit card, mind you, but a gift card. Or a, a credit line that only that 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 will not exceed five hundred dollars, so you don't run that's into that really, issue. That's a good idea, Glenn. I I know quite a few people who do business online that do it that way, mm-hmm. just to make sure that uh, you know they can limit the bleeding if if there's fraud. But again, mm-hmm. if you report it in a timely fashion, it's supposed to be zero liability. But it mm. depends on. You know, what did his contract with this company say? You know, you, you, there's a lot of, and that's why it's a good thing that he has an attorney. Yeah, oh, big time. And I, I, yeah. I just pray that he can resolve this, that's for sure. I, I, I do. It's a nightmare, well. nightmare. But, but again, it's a matter of, of paying attention. You know, it was back in, the, I'm, I'm talking old days. You're not as old as me, Glenn, but you remember the days when there wasn't all this going on. No, and, no. And, you know, people had a checking account. You wrote checks. Now, mm-hmm. granted... You know, there's check fraud, right. and that is making a comeback, too, believe it or not. Yeah, now, bleaching. Not that, many, not that many people write checks, mm-hmm. but um, some people do to pay bills. They put it in a mailbox. I think we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. 
and you know they, they the crooks steal the mail and then they take the checks out and they use a chemical to wipe the uh, the ink off and write checks to themselves. That's incredible. Yeah, well, that's yeah. happened here, right in Watertown, at least two, three times. They yes, seem to yes, it's happened around here as well. So <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. It's, it's, almost- it's all a problem, and and it's just uh, you know there's no way you can totally protect yourself, and that's the scary part of it. Mm-hmm. But if you are careful, you make it hard for the crooks. Crooks are just like the rest of us. They'll take the easy route oh, yeah. and, and go after somebody who's not protecting themselves. One more thing that's really, really important, and I was just, I was out at the Senior Rama today. That's an event over in, uh, at Akwesasne. It was at the casino in the Bingo, Bingo Palace. Nice. The uh, statewide senior citizen council puts it on. But anyway, I was talking to somebody who had been victimized there, and her problem was she used the same password for all her accounts. So they somehow got her password and were able to get into all of her accounts. So she's dealing with a mess right now. So passwords are so important. Make sure that they're very hard to figure out. Mm -hmm. You can't guess them. Don't use your family names or birthdays or anything like that. dog. Because the crooks can figure them out. Mm -hmm. Make sure they're difficult to figure out and always have a different password for every account. That's easier said than done, though, Jerry. I I hate it. I know it is. Now, there are password managers out there that you can get, um, but some of them have been hacked. I hate to say it. Mm. Um, There is one thing you can do, and this is um, what you do is you come up with a nonsensical phrase that only you would know, Mm. okay? And it could be anything, Mm. but, you know, just something nonsensical, but something you can remember. And then what you do is add suffixes and prefixes depending on what account it is. So say if it's your Facebook password, you use the, the, the base password, and you put an F at the beginning and a B at the end, or FB at the beginning, or whatever, however right. you want to do it. Right. But then you can do that for each of your accounts, so they're oh, all different. Oh, I see what you're saying. But yeah. they're easier to remember. Yeah, but that someone would say, well, I'm, I'm going to listen to Jerry Manor, I'm going to steal one a person who, who uses the same password, <laughs> and then I'm going to use the acronym for everything, and I'm still going to break in thanks to Jerry Manor. Thank you, well, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I know. It, it, this stuff is, is crazy. Yeah, is, is, like you said, if they just funnel their efforts and their brain uh, capacity into better things, they would be Bad. doing commercials for someone to save your house from being you know, taken away from you, from your county clerk's office, which is Absolutely. a commercial I hate seeing, by the way. Absolutely. Jerry Manor, how can we find out more about Jerry Manor and Seacom? Well, uh, my office is in Messina, but I'm actually, I go to Watertown frequently. I'm doing a presentation uh, at the library for teens, I believe it is, um, next Monday evening. Nice. And that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. But, um, you know, our branch is located right across from the town center up on Route 3. Right. Uh, just stop in and say hello. I mean, uh, Jess is our manager there, Jess Roach, and she is just fantastic Mm -hmm. and check us out that's all i ask just come in and check us out or if you want to find out about me and give me a call you know call the credit union and ask for me or you know i'll give you my cell number right now it's 315-250-0273 so give me a call nice and you know even if i don't answer right then you know i will call you back just leave me a message that's fantastic jerry just gave out his cell phone number folks that's an honest man right there very brave too very brave (laughs) And he put it. He put a suffix or a prefix on it too, so, so no one yeah, knows. Right. <laughs> Jerry right. Manor, thank you very much. I, I won't be talking to you for a couple of weeks, sometime in August. So have a good midsummer's dream up until then. 
Well, thank you very much. You know, maybe I can, we can get together when I'm in Watertown one of these times. By all means. And, uh, yeah. and Jim is looking for. Jim told me just the other day he's looking forward to that as well. Is he, is he going to buy us lunch? Oh, that's the best reason why we bring Jim Levin along. Okay, that's <laughs> a good idea. Let, let's do it. No, no doubt. Jerry, thank you very much, sir. My pleasure. Thanks, Glenn. You too. That's uh, Jerry Manor here on the Live at Five show with his monthly call and how you should avoid getting ripped off. i got to do a commercial break right now. We'll do it. We'll be back. My name is Gloria. After attending the workshop presented by Attorney John... Yeah, we're back. Thank you, Jerry Manor. So, I mentioned earlier, prior to Jerry's call and the hot rod race between uh, Watertown Center and Alex Bay that took about nine seconds... Um, I, I, uh, I did get a text from someone. It's an interesting observation. Now, remember, what we were talking about earlier was, you know, the controversy of the day. And and, and, and this was, I, again, I don't know where the source came from, but uh, uh, Councilwoman Lisa Ruggiero, uh, uh you know, had objections to uh, Sarah Campo Pierce's uh, lawn signs. And first of all, uh, the first one to come out with uh, uh, lawn signs for mayor was clearly Lisa, no doubt, not even close. Maybe by a month. And then Sarah, all of a sudden, I guess she did it like at 3 o'clock in the morning or something, like, you know, weeds growing up out of the sidewalk. All of a sudden, they got Sarah uh, Sarah Mayor. Not Sarah for Mayor or vote Sarah for our mayor or whatever. It just says Compo Mayor. Well, someone said, astute listener, if I can only find it, Dip, 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 dip. God, I can't stand finding stuff on Facebook sometimes. Where is it? Uh, well, anyway, Spaziani apparently had a similar. Where it is? It's right here. This is what uh, Mr. Spaziani, his signs are the same without. Now, again, he's still running. He's still in the top four without the word four. And this person says now they'll drag him into this, too. I doubt it. So, but anyway. That's a good observation. So I I really, you know, it's one of those things where a lawn sign's a lawn sign, right? Well, you know, there's something to be said about uh, omitting a word or, you know, it changes the context uh, altogether. I still say uh, T.J. Babcock has the best signs I've seen in a long time. Jeff Graham had the vertical signs back in the day when everyone, you know, pretty much had hair. Uh, And that was a long time ago. And they were vertical and you could always spot them. So something where the dynamics and the dimensions are different, maybe a color scheme or something bold. Sarah went less is more route. And I, I don't know, you know, it's funny because I've been in these think tanks before for local uh, candidates for, for races like this. And, you know, someone might be saying, hey, Sarah, you know, it, it might it might have been an oversight. Might have been like, yeah, compo mayor. And someone said, maybe you should put four there. Or maybe that maybe that discussion never came up. But something tells me it did. I said, no, we're going we're gonna to make you mayor before you're mayor. So your sign should be powder blue and it should be compo mayor. And then, you know, you, your, your opponent will make a big stink about it and that will get you the publicity that you need over a lawn sign even before the elections happen. What say you? Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're in the air. Hi, Glenn. Hello. Hi, this is Sam. Samantha, oh my God, you don't sound the same today, Samantha. Oh, well, you know, it's funny that you're discussing scammers on the, because believe it or not, we received three phone calls from Publishers Clearinghouse saying saying that we have one, but 
I haven't seen the Price Patrol pull up. No, yeah, I doubt it because you, you really have to subscribe to the well, to the I'm magazine to, be, to win. I'm like, boy, we have been broke for so long. I can't, I can't remember. The but last Sarah, time let me ask the court you know, enough to make it through the month. Or Samantha, call the Sarah. Samantha, here's the here's so the I good. Was like you're kidding, and I have ordered. She's not listening. All right, now Samantha, listen to me just for a second. Don't be for, SG. For several years. She so is. SG. I was like, are you serious? They what? gave me a claim code and everything. It's a one-way conversation here. I called back, and they gave me a phone number to call for the control, the um, headquarters of Publishers Clearinghouse. Right. And a, and a name yeah. to speak with. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, well, gee, where is where is my Mercedes and my five thousand dollars a week? <laughs> I know a lot of people that would appreciate that in my family alone. Samantha, let me interject here. Let me, please. I don't know if you can hear me, but this is interesting because Samantha would be the t- Samantha and Craig would be the type that would win five thousand dollars a week for life, and if somehow or other someone cracked into their bank account, they might get like six dollars, and that would be the extent of it, and you would never even know it that you lost that amount of money. So you have the best case scenario as far as your lifestyle and your plan and. You're, you're, you're oh, planning I, life at this point, uh, Samantha. No, I know. I, that's what I said. Well, they can't really scam us because usually every month I have a dollar forty-eight right. in, my, in my social security. <laughs> you know, I've been praying for a stimulus since uh, 2022. So that's stuff. So when I got that phone call, I looked at Craig and I was like, "No way." Why? Right. Oh, I just got some good stuff. Well, that's great. I'm sorry you didn't win $5,000 a week for life, Samantha. You are going to live to 130. Craig's going to live, live to about, I don't know, 65. Anyway, no, just kidding. Oh, God. Now, <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys will live a happy, a very happy life. No stress. God bless you. All right, Samantha, I got to go, though. But thank you, my friend. All right, I'll talk to you. That's Samantha. All right, so I just lost that call. Sometimes Samantha doesn't listen to me. All right, so now someone just texted me three photographs. Actually, more than that. I'm getting more as we speak. T.J. Babcock, also no four. The word the, the word of the day is four, not F-O-U-R, not something you yell in a golf course. It's F-O-R. Blank for mayor. Blank for dog catcher. Blank for uh, equal time. Blah, blah, blah. The word four, okay? Now. Cliff only is holding a sign on his Facebook page from his city council run. It says only city council. Leonard Spaziani, we mentioned this. Watertown City Council. But there's a difference there. There's a difference there. Watertown City Council doesn't say counselor. Jason Trainer, Watertown City Council. Then, then there's a photograph of all scores of people, including someone running for school board. Another one, okay, now the one that does say for mayor happens to be Lisa Ruggiero. Pat Hickey doesn't have four in his uh, sign. Well, that's how he didn't make the top four. Uh, Brian Peck, county, county treasurer, makes him sound like he's an incumbent. Babcock, city council. So, I don't know. But thank you very much, the uh, anonymous woman who sent that to me. You're on the air. What's going on, Glenn? What's happening, Blind Tim? All right. So, Lisa, she's crying again, okay? Here we go. Yeah. All right? This is Tim's opinion. 
uh, I don't know if you heard the hotline. Yeah, I did. When I called in, and uh, now she threw the uh, city manager under the bus, blaming him that he's at fault for all the debacle for the golf course. Yeah, the electric. Because she can't take blame when she looked through all everything, all the paperwork and all this, and she was satisfied of everything she read. Right. She didn't say no city council. She's just putting the blame game on people. And just like SG, I thought this was behind us. My point is, Glenn, yeah. you look at the person's uh, conduct throughout their whole entire uh, administration uh, time on the city right. council. Right. And so you have to take all the all that, the way she handled it, the way she's speaking, the way she's uh, um, after Sarah about this nonsense and about the signage thing. Mm-hmm. And now she threw the city manager underneath there when she said out of her own words right. behind closed doors, they were in control of the whole scenario of the meeting with the, the sellers. So we know all that stuff. It's just a bunch of hogwash from her side, okay? Yeah. That's, that's what it is. I mean, and I keep saying about the golf course, yes, I hope it's successful. But the deal is, is if she did it once and she doesn't care about it, she'll do it again, hmm. Glenn. And she didn't care about the pool. I don't agree with that. I, I think what? the I, I don't agree with. I think sometimes people realize, like if there was another major purchase, and you know, and and Lisa was around there, you know, to make that that call, like wow, we should really have it assessed because I don't want to go through that, you know, hell hole again as a realtor and and having to, you well, know, you know what, explain Glenn, myself. I, yeah, go ahead. I have respect for somebody to say, you know what, I screwed up. Uh, Jeff Graham said it about McDonald's on Washington Street. Right. He's got the guts to admit. Uh, you, I respect somebody is is humble enough to say, you know what, it, it, it should have been handled differently. We screwed up in a lot of area, areas. I'd have more respect for somebody to say that than to double down and say they did not make any mistakes and they handled it 100% correct. Like Jesse Smollett, yeah. yeah. Uh, see, that's, that's my problem right there. That is too cocky. Of somebody that doesn't is not going to represent you. That's my point. Right. They well, did not. They did not. Lend Tim's a passionate guy. Our side. Are, I mean, it wouldn't hurt nothing to open up the floor to people. It wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt to slow down. Nothing hmm. was ever considered in that whole thing. They were yeah. going to ram it through. So everybody already knows that. And the only way to change it, <laughs> just like the judge said, vote them out of there. Well, the judge, you no, still got. Uh, uh, Tim the Blind Man can't forget what uh, McCluskey said back in the day when Blevins uh, put up the uh, uh, the uh, the lawsuit against the uh, the pool. Yeah, well, that's uh, where not the, the pool, the golf course. The road, yeah, right? I'm getting confused yeah, myself. That's where the rubber meets the road because that's the only way you. I guarantee you, Glenn, if Lisa would uh, not be able to go back to her seat, she wouldn't be running for mayor because she has nothing to lose in the game. All she has is everything to win because even if she loses, she still wins because she's going to see where she stands with the citizens. And by the way, and, and Tim, you brought this up before. If the, if it works out the way we think it's going to work out based on the numbers from the primary, and it's going to be interesting to see in the general election, that means that Mr. Dr. Kimball and, and Ben Schoen get in there. That still means, correct me if I'm wrong, that's Cliff only. That's Lisa and a liberal vote into Dr. Kimball, and it's still three against two. That's your worst nightmare, Tim. 
Yeah, right. That's exactly what I'm – because I think when the rubber meets the road, the doctor will side with them. I, that, that's what I see it. Firestone. This won't rectify itself until Cliff's seat comes up and Lisa's seat comes up. But she's got two years to try to show her upper size and do all this spin cycle. Well, we'll have to see. It'll be interesting. And it was Tim that brought that up. A very interesting dynamic. Uh, if it happens, of course, uh, and and if, if, of course, Dr. Kimball is the liberal – councilman that you claim he is tim and you seem to have confidence in saying that well you know what you know why i say that right no when somebody will vote for joe biden again and won't um stand up against them and say i would never vote for that man again what's that say about somebody it means that he's uh he likes hunter biden no i don't i have no idea it also means that he, he would like to see uh, uh, Kamala Harris as our president because ultimately, once Biden wins in 2024, and he will by six million votes, unfortunately, Kamala Harris takes over after a massive stroke six months later, and she becomes the 47th president of the United States. Well, see, that's my point is when you look at his quality, when he's thinking, thinking patterns of that, it stems from all the way up to the high office. And it transpires down to your local government, exactly. into the school board. Wow. That's our problem, that we don't look. Mm-hmm. We think, oh, it's not going to transpire down here, but right. it will. It right. does. Tim, and that's my- it's an amazing point. Great observation. Tim the Enchanter, Tim the Blind Man, he's it's very concerned. Helpline. I've been teaching Braille and uh, talking about blindness at the fairs. Awesome. Uh, I got kicked Lewis County Fair. They wouldn't let me do it. Hmm. Just sitting there, uh, you know, in my little lawn chair talking about blindness. But they did Jefferson County Fair, so I met a lot of great people talking about different levels of blindness and teaching Braille and all that stuff. That's awesome. Come down and park at Wednesday, Glenn. I'd like to meet you and teach you a little bit about Braille. All right. That sounds good. That sounds good. I I barely got the English thing down uh, myself, so Braille would be a big challenge. I remember taking Spanish at Christ the King High School. I was the worst... If you don't learn a language early on, unless you, you know, I have a friend of mine that can learn a language in like three hours because he's just got a grasp of linguist. He's a, he's, what do they call him? A linguist? He's uh, just, he's just incredible. He knows Latin. He just has a great understanding of Chinese, uh, Manchurian, whatever. I don't know. Mandarin. (laughs) I'm terrible at it. But he can learn just by listening to those tapes, even like Babel, he'll learn like, uh, He'll learn German in about a couple of days. Amazing. <clears throat> Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. Uh, just real quick, I just wanted to tell you, keep everybody off of Arsenal Street. There's a power pole in front of Taco Bell that they're working on, and they got to close. Oh, really? Okay, so not an accident, but th- this is the time of day they're going to fix a power line on Arsenal Street? Oh, it was falling over into the road. Oh, okay, okay. All right, gotcha. It had uh, four transformers on it, so they probably needed to take care of it. Yeah, no, that's important. Okay, all right, so that's going right, on right now. All, okay, uh, see ya. all right, Taco Bell, you know where that? That's not too far from where we are. You know, you, 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 you want to hear something crazy? I drive along 81, and you know, you drive back. By the way, one thing I wanted to mention, when I came back from Philadelphia, and my arms were tired, I noticed an incredible amount of dead trees along the way, especially north of, when you, anywhere, it, it didn't matter where I was, but I just, I noticed a lot from Cortland uh, right up to Watertown. It just looks like, it, it's, it's starting to look like Chernobyl around here. And I know we got that, uh, that ash borer beetle that's eating away, at, you know, the majority of the trees that are dead, unfortunately, are, are uh, ash trees, and that's what we have at the lake. 
So eventually I got to make a big, big decision on that in the next couple of years. We haven't been affected by it yet, but something tells something like that. It's like a, it's like a cancer that gets worse real fast. And it's such a shame to see that the trees are just uh, deteriorating. I don't know where I was going with, Oh, I know. So there's, you know, you always, back in the day when 9-11 happened, you started worrying about the water supply. You started worrying about, uh, you know, the threat to the grid and uh, a gas line or, you know, a dirty bomb. You don't hear that as much because, remember, the new enemy are, are the Glenn Currys of the world. I'm the new enemy. You know, not not a, a Shiite terrorist who, who hates America and, and, and does it all for Allah. Uh, no, it, I'm the bad guy. Just with my mouth. I'm not going to blow up a building. I'm, I'm just going to, you know, uh, hope that uh, Donald Trump becomes our president again. I'm very dangerous. So I'm looking along and I see, you know, there's one down there at uh, Watertown Center. There's just a regular telephone pole that goes, that spans, you know, Route 81. And you see this every mile. Now, I'm not talking about the big power lines that are like 200 feet in the air. And I'm talking about the ones that literally cross over and that the telephone pole is no different than the telephone pole in front of your house. And it's carrying this really, really heavy cable. Now, I got to figure that that's got electric through it. And even if it doesn't, it's still a very heavy, heavy cable that if you were just to simply take an axe at night, whatever, go into the forest, and there's so many places where I've noticed this, where you just cut one down and it, it, it goes right into the windshield of a, of a truck. And I just think about that. It's like, Wow. That's crazy that I just said that because I just gave some crazy bastard that idea. But it's amazing how volatile we are. Now, today, or just moments ago, someone said one of the telephone poles is leaning over Arsenal Street. That's awful. I don't know if a car hit it or if it's just, you know, somehow or other the frost line gave up. I don't know. But that, you know, I think about that. So just be careful. Whatever you do. And by the way, if if you're really paranoid right now, don't listen to the Live at Five show again. You could get really sick. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, uh, Miss uh, Sarah Campo Pierce, she sounds like she's counting her chickens uh, be- before they're hatched, uh, the thing, and she's got the mare's race all in the bag. I wouldn't. Well, by the way, where are you calling from? The senior center or something? There's a bunch of people in the back. What are you at? Uh, at McDonald's? Or <laughs> where are you at? I'm sorry. No, it's all right. You're good. Uh, but but here's the thing. We just went through a, a litany of people that have the same situation on their signs. Okay. So what makes it any different from Sarah and the others? You're saying Sarah's putting the horse before the, the cart before the horse? I think so, yeah. Really? And, yep. and, and you see all the other signs that I mentioned earlier that basically say the same thing? They don't use the word for? Are, are they misleading people too? Well, I think she... I think. I think she's saying that she's going to be mayor before the voters have even voted. Wow. Okay. It's my point. So, all right. Let me ask. Let me ask you an honest question. Who do you want okay. to be? Who do you want to be mayor of Watertown? Right at the moment, I don't want either one of them. Huh? You want to know the truth? Wow. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. Wow. Thank you, sir, and have a good day. Yes, you too. Bye. Well, okay. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, it's uh, Captain Jim with a traffic report. Yes, we just heard. They're after you, Jim. There's an electrical line that's going to go on your beamer, and you're going to fry to death. Oh, cool. Where Where is the electrical line down? Uh, oh, I thought that's what you were calling in about. It's uh, uh, Taco Bell on Arsenal Street. Oh, what happened? Uh, it, apparently it was leaning, and they were worried because it's got four transformers on it. So they had to... Uh, they had to abandon ship. They had to fix it. So stay away from there. They got trucks, and I'm assuming they have cherry pickers on it right now. 
Wow. Yeah. Well, Wealth Avenue is terrible. Yes, Palmer right. Palmer Street is terrible. Because of that. You're right. Now, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That doesn't yeah. surprise so, me. Everybody needs to avoid the area. So what you got to do is you got to cut through Frank's uh, yard, which you probably did already. Did you cut through? Yeah, I'm yeah. on uh, I'm on Emmett Street, right? I'm and a... I need to go to Kinney, so I'm hanging a left on Bellu. I would just I would avoid it altogether and just do it tomorrow, Jim. Oh, I got to. Why? I need to pick up a prescription. Well, you're not going to die. Thanks to pharmacy guy, I need my prescription. <laughs> no, it's uh, Bellu is uh, open, and it looks like, uh, in fact, it looks like. Coffeen Street, go toward 81, looks wide open, too. Huh, okay. All right, so you're in good shape. But avoid Wealth yeah, Avenue, apparently. No. Which is weird. Yeah, I'm not going to be on Wealth Avenue, that's for sure. There you go. Wealth Avenue. And Jim, right. Jim has brought a lot of wealth to Wealth Avenue. <laughs> no wealth here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the right. Billboard. right. Yeah, right, 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 right. Man about town. <laughs> Uh, That's me. All right, I'll see you later, man. I'll talk to you. That's uh, Jim Levin. He's all happy. He did that monster truck show thing up there at uh, Evans Mills. It's like, you know, they got the numbers in today. Yeah, we did great. We're a powerful resource. And it did do well. I mean, like I said last week, I was was at at least six of the remotes. I, I I lost track. Got a heck of a sunburn. But it doesn't take much to get a child excited. It really doesn't. I remember a kid in college, he was a little crazy. And he said, yeah, I, you know, I, it didn't take much to get me excited. My, my parents gave me a rubber band for Christmas. And it's a line I never, I never forgot. But for kids, it, it really is, every day is a great day. And when you put a huge monster truck on the lawn somewhere, in the sweltering sun, it doesn't matter. That is their heyday. These kids, one of them knew all about them. Oh, this engine's bigger than the other one. This engine has a different uh, payload. I'm like, how old are you? He said, I'm in third grade. Third grade? <sighs> all right, I got to go with phones. You're on the air. What's up, Glenn? It's Big Steve on a Monday? Big Steve, Monday. Wow. I'm all over the place, man. You never know where you're going to see me. I guess, I guess so. You're everywhere. Yeah. Hey, I saw Chuck yesterday. I, I saw Chuck Dibble yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting ready to retire. <laughs> getting ready to t- retire. Oh, you mean his father? No, from work. Oh, from, no. All right, whatever. I don't know about that, but nonetheless. Yeah, he's retiring in September, Glenn. Wow. He's only like 40 years old. What are you talking about? He's barely 38 years old. Oh, no, I'm talking about his dad. Oh, his father. Okay, yeah, and he's been working at way You're talking about the uh, doctor. Yes, the dentist. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, no, Chucky's not retiring anytime soon. He actually uh, looked at my teeth Thursday. I got great teeth. Good. Good for you. That's good. Well, you're healthy. Did you know that you can't even even get into a reputable dentist office right now if you're not a current patient? You can't even get it. You can't even get there. Really? Because too busy. And we don't have enough dentists, I'm assuming. I, I, I would guess, right? Yeah, and, and not for nothing, but I hear like the franchise, you know, I don't even know if we have that one up on Arsenal Street, but I hear you should avoid those places, those franchises. Aspen Dental is the, yeah. Aspen Dental is the worst. Yeah, it's not very reputable. They're out of Buffalo, too, by the way. Not that that matters. Did you talk about SignGate at all or no? Uh, yes, that's all we've been talking about. So what say you? People say that she's putting the cart before the horse by saying Campo Mayor, no four. What say you? No. 
No. It's just a it's a common way to make a sign, in my opinion. Right. I mean, obviously, Mr. Spaziani did the same thing, and uh, Councilwoman Ruggiero had no issues with that. I don't know if she didn't see it, or maybe she's just, you know, obviously, uh, you know, focusing on what Sarah's doing because, well, of course. in my opinion, Sarah is going to crush her in the election for mayor. That That's my guess. Well, I mean, and I guess if that's the case, and I think Lisa might be seeing that that forecast too, and that's why she's she's not going down without a fight. She's going to make us think about you know the sign and look out. Next couple of months, it's going to be a very vocal uh, campaign on both sides. Yeah. Oh, well, woe was me. You got to watch out for this. You know, Sarah Campo Pierce. Blah blah blah. She's a horrible human being. <laughs> oh, really? What about what everything you've done uh, over the last whatever? You know. Well, yeah. Well, you know? the appraisal what is what you? people what don't you, want, don't want to get over. Yeah. No, I, I you it's can't got... do that anymore. You can't do that in the world we live in. And that, my 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 outlook on it is, she knows she's going to get crushed in the election. She knows that the the gang of three is officially done with. Maybe not. Uh, come come this next election, I believe it is. So I well, think that, that obviously Hickey's out. Mm-hmm. Spaziani's not going to make it in. Uh, you know, maybe maybe the the good doctor gets elected and. But he's a liberal. He's a li- he wants no, Joe. I, I get he, I he get want, it, he... but Glenn, you got to admit. There's a difference between being a liberal Democrat and know. doing what the three have done. We don't know. We don't. Yeah. He's going to vote for Joe know, Biden. That's scary. That's, yeah, that's scary though. That's scary. But I got to yeah, get out I of this. I think Lisa knows. Lisa knows her days are done. She's going to go back in the minority. She's just going to have to sit there and take it, and then she's going to get outed when she has to re- rerun. For we'll have to uh, see. But right now, I got to get out of this. But thank you, Big Steve. Thank you very much, Big Steve. Of course, never says goodbye. Hey, I'm 1240 WTN. What tell makes this legal? Up next, CBS. Is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. The Justice Department is so.